When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hej och välkomna till Vinpratarna. Det här är avsnitt nummer 57 och idag ska ni få höra på en intervju som jag gjorde med Pierre-Henri Gaget från den burgundiska producenten Louis Chadeau. Intervjun gjordes i slutet av april här i Stockholm i samband med en lunchprovning och ja, för mig som är väldigt intresserad och tycker väldigt mycket om Borgogne som, som region så var det här en väldigt kul intervju att göra och eh, väldigt roligt intervjuobjekt också, en extremt passionerad och engagerad person eh, så jag hoppas att ni eh, tycker, tycker att det är lika kul som jag tyckte att det var att prata med honom eh, det intervjun är givetvis gjord på, på engelska, han pratar väldigt bra engelska så att, att eh, inga konstigheter Eh, vissa störningar kan förekomma i, i ljudet Dels beroende på att vi gjorde det intervjun på Café Opera Så det, finns lite, det händer lite grejer i bakgrunden Och dels också att Pierre-Henri själv var en, en ganska yvig person eh, på, på franskt maner, men väldigt charmigt Så att han, eh, ja, han stötte till mikrofonen och så här lite grann då och då Vilket givetvis är fullkomligt ursäktat Hur som helst här följer nu intervjun med Pierre-Henri Gachet från Louis Chadeau. So, welcome uh, to Vinpraterna, Pierre-Henri Gachet. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. Bonjour. And uh, uh, you are the head of Louis Chadeau. You, you say the president of Louis Chadeau? Yes, I... Uh, Somebody has to yeah. run this company, yeah. so I'm supposed yeah. to do yeah. it. <laughs> He's supposed <laughs> to do it. Uh, I mean, you you were sort of born into the wine business. I mean, your father Andre uh, was the head of uh, the person of Louis Chaudot before you. Mm-hmm. But I, but I've actually read somewhere that that you your professional life uh, started some outside the business. Uh, is that is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, Burgundy is is very small. It is the country. We are country people. Yeah. So obviously, when you live in a country, when you were born in a small city uh, at 13 14 years old you have only one thing in mind is to go away <laughs> uh, and to do something else and to discover the world so i've been very lucky that my parents uh, 
Uh, I have three sisters and I am the youngest. Uh, and my parents have sent us away when we were 13, 14 years old to study outside uh, in boarding school and to travel all over the world. So mm. I left Burgundy when I was 14 and I only came back when I was 30 years old. So, 30 years old, okay. Uh, so I was doing completely different things. Well, my passion uh, at, at the beginning was uh, mathematics and uh, uh, and computer, so so I am engineer. Okay. Uh, I study uh, mathematics and all these things. Uh, then uh, I took an MBA after that, and I started to work uh, in Paris uh, in uh, in a company, in, you know, a significant company. And I was more uh, in uh, as an engineer, uh, and I enjoyed it very much. Mm. But uh, I knew that it was not going to be for life. But I think it it was important to do something different. And also because when you are in, uh, in, uh, in a f in family business where you have vineyard for several generations, uh, and I am the only son, mm -hmm. I was supposed to take my father's place, and I, we don't like that. No. We, we want to, to have the impression that we have exactly. chosen to exactly. come back yeah. and that it was not an obligation, no. which actually is the truth. My father has always told me, you come back, it's fine. You don't come back, it's fine too. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's the best way to do because otherwise uh, it can it can become complicated. So I was lucky enough to, to, to come back uh, in 1985 mm -hmm. when I was 30 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, and since, uh, since 85, I am so lucky enjoying my life uh, uh, not only professional but also social life living in Burgundy because Burgundy is like a, it's like a paradise yeah. uh, it's small everybody knows each other it's very pretty it's still very much protected uh, so it's nice I've understood that you actually live in Couvain de Jacobin. The, the, or, yes, is that true? Yeah. yes, yes, yes. Uh, this property, in fact, has been bought by an ancestor of my mother uh, at, the, at the French Revolution mm -hmm. because uh, it's a convent that was built in the 15th century, just after the building of the Hospice de Beaune. Uh, and uh, it used to be a real convent big church and convent and uh, at the time of the French Revolution this has been sold mm. like many of the convent of churches and an ancestor of my mother bought it to make a wine company and he produced wine in uh, in the church actually uh, so you know we have always lived there I was born there my parents have lived there and I'm I am the one who who now lives in yeah. the convent of Jacobins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, it's nice, <laughs> it's nice. Uh, and you've been head of Louis Chaudot since 92, right? Mm -hmm. um, what What did you bring into the company when you started, you would say? <laughs> Try, first of all, to understand that uh, the, the, the human beings are important in Burgundy, but uh, they always must be behind, mm. not in the front. Uh, the key of Burgundy is the, the terroir, the soil, the weather, uh, the Pinot Noir grape, uh, everything that has been crafted by, uh, by our ancestor generation of vignerons. And as a human being, you are there just to make things happen. Mm. Not to put too much of your ego in the wine that you produce, but to, to emphasize the mystery of Burgundy, why Burgundy is so great. Mm. So, so really, when you, when you produce wine in Burgundy, you have to to be very humble mm -hmm. and make sure 
that uh, you don't consider yourself as a, as a genius. There is nothing very complicated to produce wine. You must only uh, you must only uh, believe and uh, also trust. Mm. Uh, you need a lot of trust when you when you produce wine. Uh, so that's what what we try to do. Obviously, we are in in a company that that want to to grow not very quickly but to grow step by step so of course we have bought some vineyard we have tried to do better and and it's always the the, the key we want to to take advantage of our roots mm. but we also wants to to be uh, to modernize a little bit burgundy mm. a little mm. not too much but a little bit because we can always do better it's good mm. it's very good can always be better, always be better. Uh, more precise more pure because burgundy it's a uh, it's a question of purity of transparency of elegance delicacy mm -hmm. uh, and uh, when you when you taste a burgundy wine you must have that in mind always in the back of your mind you taste a wine uh, which is which is transparent that goes up uh, you know the, the the wines of burgundy they are not heavy Oh. A wine which is heavy goes down. A wine that has a certain lightness, and I am careful using this word because when you talk about wine, you never use the word light because mm -hmm. it's it's not considered as a good word. No. In Burgundy, it's a good it word. It is, yeah. It's a yeah. good word because the, a good lightness uh, is something that, that is good for you, mm. that makes your body better, that makes your, uh, your feeling better. Mm. Uh, and a great, a great bottle of wine is like that. You must, when you drink a great bottle of wine, you must have the impression that uh, that it's good for you, mm. that uh, your body has taken advantage of it. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Louis Chardot, uh, it was founded in 1859, right? Yes. And today, it's I mean, it's, it's a huge, huge brand. Uh, Yes, it's a, it's a company which uh, which is recognized uh, because, of course, uh, we we have worked uh, in many countries. Yeah. Uh, we believe very strongly in uh, in exporting our wine all over the world. So, from the beginning of of the Maison Louis Jadot, we have exported. Uh, we export today eighty five percent of our production uh. Uh, in many many countries. Uh, in I think we sell wine in 90 countries. Ninety. Now. Ninety. Oh, wow. Yes. That's yes. Well, everywhere the world is changing fast. Yeah. So you know you have people uh, with the passion of wine nearly everywhere, and mm. now with internet, with uh, uh, everything is transparent. Everybody knows everything, and you have people passionate everywhere. Mm. And what is fascinating for us is that. Uh, remember, we are farmers. We are people who come from the from the vineyard, uh, from the country, mm. and uh, we have customers all over the world who share the passion of wine with us. And they can be everywhere. They can be in South America. They can be in Asia. They can be uh, in Northern Europe. They can be everywhere with the same passion of wine. And it's it's fascinating because uh, I am here in uh, in in Sweden, and I meet people who who. We have the passion for yeah, Burgundy, yeah. and uh, it makes your your job, your life fascinating. Uh, when when you think about it, it's amazing. Mm. How could we imagine that? It's 
it's great. Yeah, but do you know um, how many different wines and from how many different appellations do you actually have? Too many. Uh, <laughs> well, Burgundy. No, the, the the thing is that Burgundy is like a mosaic mm. of terroir. Uh, it's a mosaic of appellation. Uh, it's not. We are not uh, in places where you have a chateau surrounded by one hundred hectare of vineyard. We own half an hectare there, a quarter of an hectare yeah. there, etc., etc. So instead of producing a big quantity of a single wine, mm. we produce small quantity of many different wines, mm. and we have only two varieties of grapes. For white wine, it is Chardonnay. For red wine, it is Pinot Noir. And we never blend the different wine together. Mm. So we keep them separate. So, you know, uh, because of that, we produce at Jado 150 wines every year. Yeah, 50, yeah. Something like that. So maybe 60, 60, 50 to 60 Chardonnay mm. and around 90 Pinot Noir. Mm. Uh, all coming from Burgundy from different places. Mm. Uh, you come to our winery, we have, for our red wine winery, we have 100 different vats to make the wine. One vat, one piece of vineyard. Mm. And we never blend them. Yeah. We always keep them separate. Uh, which is the fun part about Burgundy because there are between every piece of land a small difference. Not big, because everything is limestone, is the same yeah. exposition to the sun, it is the same idea, but some small difference that makes the wine different at the end. Mm -hmm. And uh, Burgundy has always willing, been willing to emphasize this unique character that exists in every piece of land. It seems complicated from outside. It's actually not that complicated. It's uh, there is a logic about it, uh, and when you start to understand how that works, quickly you understand this logic. Mm. Uh, of course, from the outside, sometimes people you can be a little confused by the names because there are so many names. So many names, yes. Yes, because actually, instead of calling our wine by the name of the producer, Louis Jadot. We call our wine by the name of the place. Yeah. Chambon Musigny, Gevray Chambertin, Meursault, Puligny Montrachet, mm. Clovougeau, Chambertin Claude Bed, etc., etc. So it is the place that dictates. Uh, it's not the brand. No. The brand is behind. So when you look at our label, for instance, Louis Jadot is always written in small, yes. never in big. No. It's the, the, the place, mm. the land, mm. the soil, which is written in big. But would you say that that uh, uh, also all your different wines actually uh, just reflect the appellation, or do you have a sort of a house style, a core, a core taste we, to, to that's coincidental in, in your in, in your wines? We try to avoid hmm? to have uh, a style. Actually, the word style in Burgundy is a word that we very rarely use. Mm. The people from Champagne use it because yeah. they have a style of the yeah. house. Yeah. You produce. Champagne, Tétinger, Champagne, Rodrère. Exactly. Every year they try to get the same style. The same, yeah, the same product. In Burgundy, we try to avoid uh, to have a style, mm. even if obviously the human being, of course, has a certain personality, and of course there is an influence of mm. the human being in the wine. Mm. But we try to make sure that the soil, the terroir, is always more important 
than the human being. And actually, when the wines are young, maybe the influence of the winemaker is important, but when the wine age, they all come together and the terroir speaks yeah. at the end. Yeah, so that's the, 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 fo- that's the focus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and you know, if you compare, you can take 10, 15 wines from the same vintage mm-hmm. and you compare them next to each other. Of course, they have something in common, but they have also their own personality, their own uh, uh, expression, their own character, yeah. and that's Burgundy. That's Burgundy, yeah. That's Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, Louis Chaudot, I mean, you have a good reputation also for uh, for, for for different uh, price segments. So even even your, so to speak, cheaper uh, in the lower price segment usually show very good quality and value for money. Um, what would you say are the key factors in, in, in succeeding with that? It is extremely important for us. Burgundy has, is divided in four levels of quality if we can say that, mm. four levels like a pyramid. Grand Cru, Premier Cru, Village, and the Regional Appellation. Our job at Maison Louis Jadot is to be able, obviously, to produce some Grand Cru, which are very rare wine, produced in tiny little mm. quantity, that are unfortunately sometimes a little expensive. But also, to produce wine, which are at the base of Burgundy, Bourgogne Blanc, Bourgogne Rouge, which are an introduction to Burgundy, mm. and where we can show to uh, to the consumer that you can enjoy Burgundy without spending a fortune, uh, and can be very good, mm. del- delightful wine. And at Maison Louis Jadot, we make a point to make sure that our Bourgogne Rouge, our Bourgogne Blanc, can be very good and are an introduction to Burgundy. And it's for the young people, the young generation, you know, <laughs> you start to work, maybe you don't make too much money. Mm. <laughs> you need to be able to buy a bottle at, at the price which is, which is reasonable. Yeah. And it's very important. And Burgundy can offer that as well. Mm. Uh, a, a, a great wine from Burgundy is not a wine that we drink every day. No. It's a wine that you drink in special occasion. Uh, but you can drink... Uh, you know, uh, more often some uh, Bourgogne Blanc, Bourgogne Rouge. And we believe that the great wine uh, are important, but that the, the, the regional wine, Bourgogne Rouge, Bourgogne Blanc, are as much important mm. as the Grand Cru. Mm. Absolutely. They are Burgundy. It's uh, uh, Burgundy, it's not only... Chambertin Claude-Bez. Mm. It's also Bourgogne Rouge and Bourgogne. And it is what we drink. What we drink on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Basis. Absolutely. Exactly. absolutely. Affo- affordable, affo- more affordable ones. More affordable wine, yes. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We just uh, had a lovely lunch here uh, a couple of minutes ago, and we uh, we had some some uh, 2010 Bonn Premier Cris. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you tell tell a little bit about that vintage? 2010 is a vintage that uh, I personally I love very much because it's a vintage which is full of transparency. You have different kind of vintages. You have vintages where the vintage. Uh, is very ripe, is very full, like 2009, great vintage, but where the vintage uh, is so powerful that everyone that you taste tells you first, I am from the vintage 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2010 is completely different. It's a vintage that nearly disappears behind the wine, and it is so transparent that it is the terroir that speaks first. So doing uh, An horizontal tasting in the vintage 2010 is fascinating because you can see that every plot of vineyard has a different character, different personality. Mm, mm. So we are from the small city of Bonn, uh, and we own in Bonn a significant piece of vineyard. We own 25 hectares of vineyard, uh, split in 20 different parcels, so yes. 20 different premier cru. So we can, and we produce every year, 20 different wines yeah. in Bonn. And uh, in 2010, it's a fabulous opportunity to taste several of them, mm. coming from the same vintage, exactly the same cultivation of vineyards, same vinification, but every wine will shine differently. Mm. That's Burgundy. That's what we love. Uh, and of course, we would never blend them. We could blend them together and make a very good wine. But it, it would not be Burgundy anymore. Uh, you know, we, we prefer to keep them separate. And of course, uh, you will have the Claude des Ursules, and some people will prefer the Claude des Ursules, and others will say to me, I prefer the Bonne Premier Cru des Boucherottes because mm. uh, it has more fruit, it has more, uh, uh, a little more density, etc. It's a personal taste. At the end, in wine, uh, your taste, the taste of the consumer, is the most important thing. We are here just to open the door, to give the key, and everybody will have his, his own feeling. And uh, it's so important that everybody be confident enough in his own taste. Mm. Uh, and, you know, you prefer this wine, maybe I prefer another one. Perfect. 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 That's the way it, yeah. it has to be. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not black or white. It's not like it's everybody says this is the best. No. no. It is amongst the best. Yeah. We, we, we don't like in Burgundy so much where we say this is the best. No. 
this is among the very good wine of mm. Burgundy. Mm. Yes. But it was uh, for me. It was fascinating to to taste uh, so many 2010. Uh, together because it really shows I mean the distances between the parcels are, are I mean it's very very short distances tiny, yeah, tiny. <laughs> tiny. but the, the taste differences is, is sometimes very yeah. very big and it's, um, yeah well the vineyard in Burgundy is very fragmented uh, we are on the slopes and uh, it happens millions of years ago the creation of a, of a valley with a river called the Saône River and uh, because we are on the slopes then the components of the soil are, of course, limestone and clay but, uh, and calcare, but, mm. uh, but there, are, there is always a small difference one to another. And when you have a, a vintage which is transparent, these differences talk mm. and, and uh, we can see them. And that's what, uh, what is fascinating and what is, what is funny. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but 2010... It's a very good vintage in Burgundy. It's a, a small crop. Strangely enough, it's a small crop. The color is not black. No. Uh, but you have this transparency, this purity, uh, this elegance uh, that, that is a symbol of Burgundy. Could, could you tell a little bit about uh, how was that, that, that year? How was it with, with the rain it was, and sunshine? It was a tough year. Yeah. 2010 was a tough year. Uh, it comes after 2009 where everything was perfect. In 2009, you had to be an idiot not to produce a good wine. Everything was good, mm -hmm. delightful. The weather was impeccable. 2010 is different. In 2010, uh, the winter was difficult. It was raining during the flower, so we lost a big part of the crop mm -hmm. at the flower. The summer of 2010 was not good. We had some sunshine, but not that much. Uh, and when we came back from vacation at the beginning, at the beginning of September, at the end of August, we were a little worried because mm -hmm. it was not showing very well. And suddenly, the miracle happens. Uh, the, we had a fabulous month of September. Three weeks of sunshine every day. A little wind, which is great because this northern wind keeps the, the grape uh, very dry yeah. against humidity. So light with good sunshine, fresh, a little windy, perfect weather to produce a great vintage. Uh, in Burgundy, June makes the volume, the quantity. September makes the quality. Okay. Uh, and uh, we harvested at the end of September a perfect vintage in uh, in 2010 so it's uh, was it a small crop or was small it a crop. small crop yes. half a crop half a crop very okay. half a crop in the premier cru grand cru oh. uh, maybe in the regional appellation a little more but uh, small crop oh. mm. small vintage mm. yeah but since you started within the, within the company uh, what are your favorite vintages vintages apart from 10 Well, uh, there are several vintages that, uh, that I like very much. Uh, uh, I, I enjoyed extremely uh, the vintage 96, mm. which is a vintage that uh, were ve was very pure with a very good acidity. And uh, 96 is a vintage that I've always, uh, always enjoyed very much. Uh, I enjoy also the vintage 2002, But it's a vintage which is a little close. So, uh, but that was so good when it was in cask that we know that one day, if you are a little patient, it will come back. Mm -hmm. So, uh, 96, 2002, 2010 are three vintages that for me 
are uh, super vintages. But having said that, uh, we have been very fortunate because in the past 25, 30 years, Burgundy has enjoyed uh, a very, very good weather. You know, this little global warming everybody talks mm. about, which means one or two degrees more, is important for us because we are at the at the place, septentrional place, where the grape does not get ripe very easily. One or two degrees more has changed Burgundy. Mm. And, uh, you know, we have had many, many good vintages in the past uh, 25, 30 years. Mm. So, you know, there are some that you, that you prefer, but again, uh, the evolution uh, of the wine in its aging can can give you some surprise. Mm. There is, we don't know so much in advance. That's why we love it. You know, t- tomorrow I can open a bottle of uh, of ninety six and have a very good surprise, mm. or maybe say, oh, I'm a little disappointed. It's a little closed. Uh, it's like that. Uh, That's the thing that is fascinating. With absolutely. It. If if you don't, if you always want to get the best, to know in advance everything, go somewhere else. Mm. Uh, what we love is the surprise. Uh, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know exactly. And and we love it. <laughs> um, a couple of years ago, you also invested in, in vineyards in Oregon. Uh, what's the, the, the idea? Well, uh, well, you know, as a human being, you, you always like to discover things and uh, uh, to do something new. It, it's true that when you are in Burgundy, everything has already been done. Uh, you know, when we produce wine in Burgundy, we must recognize that most of the job have been done by our ancestors. Mm. They have done everything. They have discovered the best places. They have. So we have to f- to follow uh, their footsteps. We have to follow what they have done. Try to do better, mm. but be uh, humble enough to understand that every. You know, a lot of the work has been done before. So obviously, uh, because we want also to go forward and to do things, I have I had always in mind uh, to do something outside of Burgundy. I, I you know, Maison Louis Jadot until now has always been Burgundy, nothing but Burgundy. But uh, I had in mind to do something outside. Of course staying in what we know, which is the Pinot Noir and maybe Chardonnay, but mainly Pinot Noir grapes. Uh, The problem that we had is that (coughs) we did not have the people to do it. So I I was obliged to wait that we could have one or two guys available Mm -hmm. to look after that. And it happens that in our company, uh, we had a winemaker called Jacques Lardier, who had been with us for 42 years, a great guy, fabulous. My father hired him 45 years ago, and he did a, a fabulous job for us. He was, he is, of course, still a great guy, and decided yeah. to retire three years ago, which was good because, you know, after 42 vinifications at Jadot, it was necessary to 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 give some freedom to the young generation yeah, yeah. so that they can also have their own their own their own life and, mm. and do things. So Jacques decided to retire three years ago. And uh, at the same time, my son, Thibault, decided to join us. So, you know, we had the possibility to have two guys, Jacques, with the experience of 42 vinification in Burgundy at Jadot, Thibault, young, full of energy. Mm. And I said to myself, 
time is ready. This is the perfect team. Perfect team to do something outside of Burgundy. And uh, we we uh, went uh, in different places. We visited different places, and we finally decided that Oregon was the place that uh, that we wanted to to invest and to go because we like the place, we like the wine, and we we like the people. Mm. The people of Oregon are great people. Mm. They are friendly. They are welcoming you. They are simple, like we are. Uh, small property, great place. So you know, uh, we like the place very much, and uh, we were fortunate to uh, to, to discover a piece of vineyard called Resonance Vineyard, uh, which is a 20-acre piece of land mm-hmm. planted in 1981, not grafted, no irrigation, perfect piece of land for us, very well uh, uh, looking after. So we bought it in uh, 2013 mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we'll release the first one next year. Next year? Next year. 16. So, uh, well, no, the vintage will be 2013, but yeah, we will yeah, release yeah, it. Oh, sorry, yeah, yes, yeah, we will release, release it. it in 2016. We will release it in 2016 yeah, yeah. and it will be the vintage 2013. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, we are very excited about it. Yeah. Uh, looking forward we, to it. We don't know. We don't know because we have no reference. It's no. new for us, but uh, yeah, yeah, we like it. We're looking forward to that. Uh, one last question, quite a big question though. But but um, what are your thoughts about the future of Burgundy? I mean, what will be the biggest challenges and, and possibilities in the in the upcoming years? Uh, thinking of, we've already talked a little bit about the climate, and also thinking about. Foreign investors and all that. Well, what do you think about what will happen? Well, in first, like first of all, uh, Burgundy is doing very well right now because we have a young generation of uh, vignerons, uh, of growers, which is fabulous, full of energy, great guy. I've traveled all over the world, vinify in different countries, uh, are open to the to the world, f- are great people. So, Burgundy has never produced as a region better wines that we have today. The energy is there. You, when you are in Bonn, when you are in the vineyard, when you are in the in the small villages, you can feel this energy mm. which mm. is there. So that's a fabulous base. Now we have to be careful because obviously we must keep very humble. Uh, we are lucky. We know what has been done before, but we have to be careful. The, our prices should not go too high because the Burgundy wine. Like every wine, have to be drunk. Mm. Uh, we produce wine to drink them and to enjoy them, and you know we want people to afford mm. a Burgundy wine. So of course, uh, some of the wine are expensive because they are produced in small quantity. But we should not go too high. First thing, uh, we must keep work ourselves uh, and making sure that all the growers, all the people, you know, they they are working themselves yeah. and yeah. not. Uh, staying and enjoying ourselves uh, uh, and having the job made by others. That's the second thing which is important. Third thing, obviously, is what is going to happen with some of the vineyard being sold to people coming from outside. Mm. Uh, on one part, it's a danger because, of course, we see a part of the vineyard being bought by by foreigners. But on the other side, it's also... Uh, uh, a good thing because people who buy Burgundy Vineyard are usually lovers Mm -hmm. of Burgundy Mm -hmm. and they bring their love to Burgundy. So that can also be a good thing 
if it's done in the right way. So, you know, uh, we need to to be careful. We need to, to make sure that the vineyards still belong to the Burgundian family, but we should be open to some investment by, by people who, who like so much Burgundy that they want to be part of it. Mm. Burgundy will never be a place where you invest to get a big return. No. Uh, the vineyard is expensive. Uh, Burgundy is a place where you invest because you like it. Yeah. And uh, somebody who wants to invest in Burgundy, first of all, must like the wine very much. Yeah. Maybe he will get a few cases to put in his cellar. It's fine. He will never get a big return. No. And uh, and it's like that. It's good. Uh, and finally, I think uh, Burgundy has to be extremely careful by being more and more uh, organic wine, uh, biodynamic, respectful Okay. of mm. the nature. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying that biodynamic is always the best. Or No, of course. We understand that sometimes the weather condition can be difficult, etc. But the respect of the nature, mm. the mm. trust of the nature is extremely important. So when you, when you do something in your vineyard, you, you must, first of all, observe what is going to happen. You don't do things what they call... you. Prevently, you do it in advance in case something wrong happens. We hate that. Mm. You do something, you intervene only if something has happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because otherwise, you you do the, the wrong things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, trying to process. keep absolutely mm. trying to keep as uh, as natural as possible, respect the nature, and produce one that says the truth, mm. the truth of the soil, the truth of Burgundy. Uh, there is always something good about the truth. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Uh, always. Mm. So that's the key. <laughs> well, thank you very much for, for taking the time and talking to us. It's a pleasure. Uh, it's a nice pleasure. And have Wonderful. a nice rest of your stay and, in, uh, uh, in Stockholm and Sweden. You're going up north, I heard. I'm going north uh, to, to enjoy the, the Swedish snow. Mm? I've never enjoyed it before, so I'm really looking forward to it. But I just also want to... Uh, to say to, to every wine lover in Sweden, uh, you can enjoy Burgundy wine, enjoy them, but don't hesitate uh, when, uh, when you go through France to, to come to Burgundy, to smell it yourself, to touch it, because when you go in Burgundy, uh, if you spend a few days, it's a beautiful place, but also when you come back home, you will enjoy the wine twice or three times more, because mm. when you visit a place... You come back home, you drink the wine of the place that you have visited before, the wine speaks to you more and tastes better. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> thank you With so much. With those words, we, we uh, say, again, thank you very much for, for coming, uh, talking to us. Thank you. <laughs> thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.